Well, thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I am your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. Won't you call me Jack? Just just once. It'll feel good, I promise. Just 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 Jack. Jack. Let it in. Let it happen. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, if you enjoyed my talking about science last week, I have the opposite view today. Oh yes, I'm going for the I'm going for the full curmudgeon. Uh, I am actually quite a skeptic uh, about something, and I have been ever since I I came in in, in contact with the idea. Uh, and that is I have a I have a problem with hallucinogenics and it's not the problem you might assume where I just keep doing as much of it as possible <laughs> I have always been a little bit of a naysayer on something called lucid dreaming do you know what lucid dreaming is it's where you can train yourself this is this is the proposition you can train yourself that you can be conscious during your dream state, and that in that dream state, you can then start to affect and change that effective reality. You can change the, you can change what's going on, like TV channels. Does anybody still do that anymore? I guess TVs are very cheap, so they, they must still have channels. Uh, I, I even had a therapist who was very disappointed with me when I poo-pooed the idea because he says that he did it. But, just to be clear, this therapist believes some pretty bonkers things. I, I won't get into them because so do some of you. But, he, he believed things that I thought were kind of bonkers, and he was quite the drug addict back in his day. Not hallucinogenics, harder stuff than that. Uh, and he had to give it all up because uh, it was ruining his life. And I just gotta say that that's kind of the person I've always met who really, really believes in lucid dreaming. Because if people were just like, yeah, I don't know, maybe or maybe not, that's, that's one thing. But people who believe it are like, you don't understand, Jack. See, they said my name. I become master of an entire universe. I can make things happen. I basically am doing the intro to the outer limits, but unironically and only talking about myself. And I, before I knew the science of sleep, before I, you know, ever read anything too much about that, I had, I had one small problem with this, and that is, but dreams are great, and reality sucks, right? <laughs> Dreaming is already fantastic when you don't get to do what these people are claiming, and reality will kick you in the fucking shins after breaking your legs. So, if you really could, that, that, that's, this is where the seed of cynicism started for me, if you really could lucidly dream, then why the fuck are you fucking walking around? You think you'd just be drinking chamomile all the time, right? You think you'd be getting done with the day, pay your bills. It's like, why would I watch television, right? 
Why would I watch movies? Why would I play video games? If I, if I can just go into my sleep state and then become this god... <laughs> Why would you do anything else? So that's where it started. Then next up, this has now become much more common knowledge, but then I discovered you can't read in your dreams. You can't tell time. If you have a memory of, uh, of while you were asleep, checking the time and seeing what the numbers were, or reading something like a sign or even a book, no, you don't. You're, those parts of your brain simply, they're not functioning the same way in some, in some ways at all that allow you to do it when you're conscious, right? And that makes a whole lot of sense because look at all the effort. It feels effortless once you've mastered it, but look at all the effort you have to put in to learning how to do these things, and then it's very clear that other animals can't do them at all. Quick aside on that one. You say that other animals can't tell time, and if somebody is enough of a dog lover, there's a very good chance that they'll get real huffy with you on that one and be like, my dog can tell the time. They wait, they wait, they wait for me right when I'm getting home. They know they can tell the time. And uh, as a quick aside, I, I, I guess there's a pretty good operational theory as to why that's working now. They can smell time. I know that that sounds nuts, but like their sense of smell is great. So they can smell time dogs not like <laughs> not not like they they sniff and they're 615 not like that not like we can tell time by looking at a clock but they can apparently you know today's going to smell quite a bit like yesterday as the day goes on as the amount of sunlight that comes through your window uh cooks a certain amount of your counter or your sink every day, right? They can smell, they can, they can apparently get pretty good at smelling that and have a pretty good concept of what's going on there. And I think that makes so much more sense than anything else I've ever heard, right? But in general, even if you really want to give it dogs who are the only other animal besides human beings that understand pointing, now that's true and it blows my mind, they, they've, they've been developed in such concert with us for so long, evolutionarily speaking, uh, you know, husbandry speaking, that we've, we've bred pointing into dogs. That, what, not just pointing, but understanding what it means. That's, that's crazy, right? So, you know, maybe dogs can fucking tell time. I don't, I don't really want to get too into it. But think of all... Of the effort you have to put into teaching somebody time, and then even once you teach them, like the old school, our hand is the short one. Why does that make any sense? Uh, as a kid, I was really against. I'm sorry, hours are bigger than minutes. Uh-huh. So why is the minute hand longer? Well, no, backwards. <laughs> Even if you teach them that way, you still have to teach them digitally, going on, forward, that sort of thing. Basically, when you're asleep, you're a lunatic. You're not 
operating on 100% brain capacity. And for very good reason. You've tried to throw a punch or a slap in your sleep, and then it felt like jelly. Well, good. Your body needs to shut that shit down or else you'd hurt yourself by throwing punches and kicks, right? Running feels weird in a dream. Running feels very weird, uh, I think, in a dream. Anytime I'm, like, running or moving quickly between spaces, it's I, it just teleports to the next uh, scene, whatever that nonsense scene may be. So then I, I, I find all this out. Parts of your brains aren't operating. If someone's saying they're, like, reading books, they're just bullshitting you entirely, you know, maybe themselves, but absolutely you as well. I'm breaking some hearts right now. I know. I'm sorry, babies. There's just all these kinds of things that make your brain, compared to your your waking state, psychotic. So I've always been a little bit of a doubter on lucid dreaming. You can imagine what my belief system is regarding people who think that they're taking hallucinogenics and then... Go into another universe. There's no shortage of these people around, and as far as I can tell as a population, they're growing. They're, they're not shrinking. They're, they're getting more and more of a platform where people believe that taking the hallucinogenic DMT, whatever, whatever version of it that they're taking, that they're actually projecting their consciousness into a new form of reality, that they're going beyond human perception. And I have to say that the claims that these psychonauts, as they often call themselves, are making sound just like lucid dreaming claims. But let's, let's pretend that it's not for just a second, how cynical this whole fucking concept makes me. One of the worst movies made in the early 2000s. Daddy thinks that horror movies in the 2000s are horrible. By and large, there's a couple of fun ones, but they're just terrible. They all involve pretty much the exact same three plot points, which is, one, people spending minutes talking about how they cannot get their bars on their cell phone because this was kind of you know, the technology that was moving. I can't get any bars. I'm going to walk around now. And they all did that. Right? <laughs> Just so dumb. But another thing that really just makes them over the top is there's so much intoxication going on in these horror movies. And the worst offender is Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, a movie so bad that, like, people kind of forgot that it exists. Blair Witch was going to be this huge thing, and there's going to be this own franchise, and then the second one came out. And it's so ungodly terrible that nobody cared if it was a franchise or not going forward. Early on in Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, a whole mess of young hotties gets really, really drunk and high, and then they're super concerned that they have felt the passage of time. Friends, I'm, in per I'm personally embittered against this movie because I had to see that shit in a theater because I was dumb. 
And the chortles of laughter, because this movie took it so seriously that if people got drunk and high to the point that they just pass out on top of picnic tables and shit, and then they wake up and they're like, I don't think you understand. Time has passed. I can sense it. It's like, what the fuck are you going on about? Well, I appreciate that that sounds like a little bit of a of a segue, probably because it is, and I'm rambling a fair bit. But honest to God, which which do you think is more likely? That people taking a chemical that causes hallucinations is causing them to hallucinate or to teleport? <laughs> Because they are very insistent, the psychonaut community, that no, they're experiencing these really cool things. And then their evidence for it, of course, is all has to be first-hand account, obviously. But then they'll be like, no, 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 I don't think you understand. I went to another universe for six minutes. What did you see in the other universe? I saw women. They didn't look exactly like women they had like a glow and they were different colors but they were women and i tried to say hello and then i had to come back because the dmt wore off friends <laughs> do, you, are, do you buy this do you do you buy that people are even even though you can't use your brain while you're sleeping and if you get intoxicated, you cannot use your brain in the same way, right? These people will be happy to tell you that if you get drunk, that your brain will work in a different way. Your depressed state brain, chemically depressed, depressant, I should say, functions differently, right? The last thing that drives me absolutely bonkers about this concept is... DMT, is, as far as I can tell, just from very cursory, very casual reading, it naturally happens when you're dying, right? And a lot of people, on their way out, they talk about seeing things that aren't there. Uh, you know, if you're dying of old age and you're dying kind of slow, like especially in a hospice setting. Lots of stories about people hearing things, about people talking to people that aren't in the room. And as freaks people the fuck out always has... Even medical professionals that train really hard in the study and yada, yada, yada. I gotta say, it does not freak me out that your brain pumping you full of happy chemicals before you go causes people to have an altered mental state and an altered view of reality while they're high. Right? It does absolutely blow my mind that there are, you know, people with doctorate degrees, oftentimes more than one, who really believe that doing this drug that alters your perception isn't altering your perception, not really. No, 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 I'm going to another universe. Be right back. I have to say, I, 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 I tried so hard, I read a big article in uh, New Republic, I want to say, and... I tried. I tried to put the cynicism on the back burner, but all I can think is it's the same bullshit as lucid dreaming, where it's the only, the only evidence you get is first-hand account, and 
all of the people who make the first hand account, they just don't seem like they have the greatest self-esteem to begin with. They don't, they don't seem all that secure in it and will very quickly fight with you. That, yeah, 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 brains change with chemicals, but not this brain, buddy. Uh, so that's just, I mean, I'm sorry for wasting your time, quite frankly. That's just me being a fuddy-duddy on this. And how I just think it'd be great to be proven wrong. I can't be, like, I'm a cynic. It's going to take a fair bit. I just can't wait for some guy to invent the perfect DMT concoction, right? That he comes back with his pink girlfriend. And she's all like, and then, you know, we've all got her on some camera or something. I'm assuming that's how you talk without a mouth when you're made of pink energy. Uh, And I'll be like, well, fair play. Shit. (laughs) So how'd you two meet? But until then, eh, eh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you're just getting really high and seeing something that's not there. Ah, speaking of something that's not there that you can't see, did you know that this is an audio podcast and that I tell stories that are in audio form? Because sometimes I think a lot of you have to wonder, especially if you're just joining for the first time. Uh, but. You know, that's that's what we do. You can't see it, but you can experience it. And if you dream about it later, you should definitely tell me all about it, high or not. <laughs> and if you could lucidly dream about it, I don't understand why you'd listen to the podcast. Why wouldn't you just have all your fantasies play out however you wanted them to? But I think you deserve a story. What do you think? Putting up with all that rambling, putting up with all that nonsense, putting up with all that disbelief, and not not really having a, a firm footing of the science, but still willing to double flip it off. What do you say? Do you do you do you deserve a story for all that? I think you do. You've been very, 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 very sweet, especially if you hold different beliefs than I do on this one. Just know that I really do appreciate you, that I really am having a good time making these things, and I feel like plugging away this year, just working, 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 and getting it done. Um, thank you for that, really, because that's not my my general state these days, but all the kind words, all the compliments, all the encouragements, it's, it's, it's helping propel me forward. And hopefully you think this piece that's going to start pretty quick here, is a continuation of that. So, six for six, baby. Six for six out of oh, 52. But, you know, 12% or so, that's not bad. And then, you know, who knows what'll happen at the end of the year. So, how about I stop fucking rambling and I stop goddamn teasing you and I give you a story that goes a little something like this. Lay them out. Come on, baby girl, don't make me say it again. Lay what out? Lay your panties out. Right on top of this bed. (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. I want all of your panties out on top of this bed right now. That's too many. (sighs) You know, 
There was a time where I could simply ask anything of you, and you would do it so quickly, just out of fear of disappointing me. Oh, that's not the only kind of fear. Well, good to know. I'll have to file that away for another time. Baby girl. Uh-uh, you're making me bring out the big guns, so that's what I'm going to bring. Baby girl, lay out your panties. I want you to choose your five favorite pairs, and I want you to put them down. Right here. Lay them out. Don't keep them bundled up, and don't be annoyed that you're going to have to refold them. Mm-mm. I want your five favorite pairs on top of the bed right now. Why is this making you blush? Why are you being so hesitant? It's just panties. Come on. You can't be upset about little panties, can you? Come on. Mm-mm-mm. All the things we've done, everything I've ever said to you, why is this making you feel so naked? <laughs> you even get to keep your panties on. <laughs> oh, you're so ridiculous. You know that? Absolutely, you deserve all of the ridicule. But no, I guess Daddy should not do that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, not while you're feeling so sensitive. Hmm. You know, it's very nice to watch you do that. Pick out the five pairs and lay them out, your body. I get to scope it. <laughs> yes, I've seen it all before, and I like it. You know, you can look at something beautiful over and over over again and enjoy it every single time. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. You really are nervous, aren't you? Oh, you poor little thing. <laughs> you are going to get exactly what you need and exactly what I want. And isn't it nice that for once they coincide, they live together so beautifully? Hmm. Spread your legs. No, no, no. Spread your legs standing in front of the bed. Why don't you put your palms on top of it as well? Mm-hmm. That way, I can inspect your choices. Mmm. Inspecting them is a very big part of this for me. No. No, I, I really quite like it. I think you can tell a lot about what a woman's thinking by the panty she's wearing. You just don't get that information very often. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Hmm. These are really your choices? You didn't just pick five, lay them out for me. Oh, how cute you are, looking back at me, craning your head. 
You love to be told what to do, what positions to be in. Why do you fight it so hard? Hmm? You're not always going to get a reward. You're not always going to be treated like a piece of meat or spanked like a brat because of it. You know damn well you push me enough. I'll stop pushing back. And doesn't that make you feel absolutely empty? Well, that's not what I want right now. No, even if you're a little too full of yourself, I don't want you to feel empty. No, I guess I'm trying to reconnect with you in a way. You know, I can lose touch too. Uh-huh, I can lose focus. And sometimes the basics, well, they're the best, aren't they? Sometimes the basics are all we need, just like your panties. <laughs> you know, it's pretty clear. One of these pairs, that's what you're choosing to please me. Well, come on. You're wearing a pair that I said I love and enjoy and has worked for you very, very well in the past. Mm-hmm. Now, there they are before me. Is that happenstance, or are you just trying to move this along? <laughs> I think we need a sixth pair. I do. I think we need a final pair. And I think you're wearing them. Mm-mm. Take them off. I said, baby girl, take off your panties and put them on the bed. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> you're a real pistol tonight, you know that? Forcing me to tell you to take your hands off the mattress top and you're allowed to pull off your panties and to put them on the mattress top. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You can do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. You are the one who's forcing me. You just don't want to admit it. So there we go. Now we have our full array, all six pairs, and you see how different they are? Hmm? You see how different they are? And yet, I want to fuck you no matter which you're wearing. You hear me? I want to fuck you all the time. I want to fuck you every single day. It's not about these panties. Get back in position. Mm-mm. Get these hands. You're going to make me guide you right there, bending over just slightly. Now, without any panties on. Mm. I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> mm, you feel so good. My hands on your hips. My palms just barely touching your lower back. Hmm. You do. You feel so good. 
Mm. What to do with you? What to do, what to do, what to do with a beautiful baby girl who is being a shrew? Hmm? Mm. You like that? You like how I grip you with my fingers? How my thumb starts to play? Hmm, and then the other one? Ah. <sighs> Isn't that nice for you? Hmm. I think it is. I think it's very, very, very nice for both of us. Hmm. 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 Ah, you know I like you a lot. I do. How else could I put up with you? Oh, don't you pout. You've given me enough guff tonight. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, just enjoying how you smell, how hard you make me. Ah, mm. oh, you are my baby girl, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No matter what pair of panties you're wearing. Uh-huh. Do you know that I want to fuck you no matter what? Are you sure? Nod your head. Hmm. You're not sour was a trick question, are you? Then I asked you about the panties and then I made you take them off. Oh, sometimes I have to be tricky or very smart. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and you're also very wet. Hmm. <laughs> uh-uh. Reaching a hand down. Lightly tickling your clit. Just as I pull your lips apart and then a little bit of pressure little bit of touching it directly. Good girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, a very good girl. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, you're going to get plenty. Just not right now. I'll kiss you later. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You see what you do to me, huh? You see how hard you make me. Mm, this isn't you playing hard to get either. This is how much I always want you. You ever consider you get fucked more if you played less? Ah, 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 ah. Ah, just the first 
little bit into your pussy. Mm, boring your holes apart. Ah, oh, always so nice. listening to what he said. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm. Mm. Tell me I'm your sir. I said, tell me I'm your fucking sir. Mm. 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 Fuck. Oh, you're gripping me too good. I have to slow down. Because <laughs> I don't want to come just yet. I don't care if you were fucking into it. Ah. This is my goddamn lesson. I always want to fuck you. I always goddamn need you. And that if I touch you enough, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. Ah, uh, every time. For a little while. I don't know. I didn't use a fucking app. But it's been a while. Because I wanted to save up. Uh-huh. So I don't want to rush it. Mm. I wanted to save up. A whole lot of cum. To shoot into, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I'm so glad that we can do foreplay with my goddamn words. You have no idea how lucky I am that you're so fucking turned on by me. Oh, you do, huh? 
You do know how lucky I am, huh? Aren't I fucking lucky? <laughs> bite you fucking harder next time, too, goddammit. Uh-huh, yes, I do promise. Um. Fuck yeah. Uh. Ah. Mm. Oh, good fucking girl. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, don't milk me too much now. Mm. Pushing back against me. Ah. Uh. <laughs> We should do that with your bras. Have I not been paying you enough attention elsewhere, baby? I'm telling you, that pussy's a fucking black hole and it just pulls me in. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe later. You've got a pair of panties to put on. Because mm. I don't care which one it is, just do it now. Knowing you, you'll choose the one that's already dirty, so you now have to do more laundry. Smart. Mm, I don't care. Go, go, go. Put them on. Put them back on right now. We need to trap that cum inside you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta play it. Cause we... Going out tonight. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just to sit down for dessert... Even if it's just for some drive through I don't care. We're going out tonight, right now. Those panties holding my cum inside you. You know why? Because you're mine. It turns me on to mark you like that. Ah. <sighs> Come on, man, snap out of it. Jesus Christ. Oh, absolutely, you can have them now. You can have this one. Mm-hmm. And this one. Mm-hmm. And this one. Mm-hmm. 
you know that I adore you. And I think you're wonderful. And I am a very lucky boy. Mm-hmm. A very lucky man. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go out. Because I think I finally taught you the lesson fine. Doesn't matter what you're wearing. I'm going to put this cock inside you no matter what. 